Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Audience of One show. Musings, banter, and other romantic love songs on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5, IRLoneStar.com, and available wherever you get your podcast from. I am Andrew. Next to the self-proclaimed tin, a real charmer on dates, the beautiful symphony. Oh, yeah. Just give me, just give me five minutes. I'll get you. Richard Schisler. No five matter, minutes to no, get you, huh? Yeah. Just give me five minutes. <laughs> I am not going to go there, buddy. Ooh, I'm coming in hot on this mic. Yeah, I'll turn you down. Woo! I'll turn you down. Yes, the, the beautiful but, yeah. symphony himself, Mr. Richard Chisler. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Audience One. Happy to be back. It's the beginning of October. October. It's now okay to put out your decorations. I guess. According to the Audience of One rules, we don't have any holidays to skip. And yeah. it's now I think October. That's a solid rule. Go ahead. Everyone, onesies, put out your decor. Yeah, you know, it's funny is uh, for the past like five days on social media, I've been seeing like National Sunday, National Daughter Day, National Coffee oh, right. Day. And I'm just like, is there a list of these? Like, do, or is this like a Facebook thing I'm missing? I don't know. And I don't participate. Yeah, it's just interesting because I was like, I, I feel like there is a list somewhere. There that probably is. I'm like, but our old, because you know how the social media prompt you? Sure. It's like, oh, hey, why don't you go say hi to. Mm hmm. Your dad is Father's Day, right? Um, that's how I know. It's dead. <laughs> that's how I know my Thanks friend's Facebook. birthdays. To be honest with you, what? sadly enough. Oh, uh, it's Father's Day. No, no, no. I said that's how I know my friend's birthdays. Is because Facebook reminds me. I'm so terrible uh, at it. I'm like, oh, oh I, I, I didn't even know my. <laughs> I. This is probably why I'm divorced. I didn't know my <laughs> wife's birthday, or the day we got married. Because I always got the dates mixed up with something else. Those are probably two of the dates you're supposed to remember. So, uh, I'm just gonna say. Well, okay, it's not. And in my defense, I have 16 nieces and nephews, mm -hmm. and the month of August, I think the first week, we have like five birthdays. Yeah. And so I, I always mix up her birthday with my dead grandfather's, because it's like the first and the second. You know, it's one mm -hmm. of those, like they're very close. And I'm like, you're either the first or the second. I can never really remember. And then like my brother's the fifth. And then, you know, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, those are definitely two that you probably need to commit to memory. I don't think it matters yeah. how many well, birthdays. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. She's dead. Well, she's not no, dead. No, she's not dead. But no, uh, Anyways. You know, speaking, speaking of divorce, yeah. I wanted to tell you, uh, so I got on some dating apps. Yeah, you did, buddy. And Tell me about it. It, it is hilarious mm -hmm. what, I guess, like, I think the last time I got on one of these apps, I had to have been 10, 13 years ago. Oh, I thought you were going to say 10 years old. Oh, yeah. I'm 10, <laughs> just trying to rock it, man. Just give me five minutes, baby. I'm looking for an older woman. 11. <laughs> just give me 12. five minutes. I'll finish up. Uh, All right, now. Moving on. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, we were talking about AI a, a lot of times on the show, and I can't help but go through these apps and think of the AI of either their bots mm -hmm. or the way they're trying to match you to get you to pay for stuff. 
because I'm, I'm on the apps. I was just encouraged to get on just to see people who are around dating around mm-hmm. the area, not necessarily go on dates. It's just like, hey, just to see what the talent pool is, you know. Mm-hmm. And the more every day I got on it, it's different groups of people, and I, it kind of weirds me out because like one, it's like it's almost like it's uh, ethnic based because it's like, all right, we need to figure out what this guy likes. Let's just give him all African Americans one day. And then let's give them all Asian people. Let's give them all pasty white girls. And then it's like, but then, <laughs> and then it becomes like, are these people real or not? Because you don't know. You can tell some of them are authentic right. just because like the actual pictures they take sure. were like, oh, they're in Houston or they're in Conroe. But then there's other ones that straight up look like AI photos. I wonder if it's kind of like when you first sign up for a, a social media site and they give you friend suggestions and they're actually half the time people you know or at least familiar with. Like, how do they? How do they know? That's so great. I just, I literally just signed up for this app. The phone I wonder for you when you sign up for like a dating app, the very first profile it shows you are like rag dolls and blow up dolls first. Well, is that like the first well, thing it shows well, you? Like, based off of our prior knowledge of this guy, this yeah. is what we're gonna and see what he says there. Hmm. Five minutes. Are, is he swiping left or right on there? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what got me thinking though? It's like because you know these these companies are looking for money. Sure. So I was like, do you think they actually did this on purpose where they set these up for the first, like your encounter for it for the first week or two? It's just mm-hmm. a roller coaster where you're like, what is going on with this thing? May- maybe, maybe I need to pay. I was going to say, maybe you need to just spring for, a, I so, don't know, a couple bucks a month, Dick. Well, no, they, you are they trying to meet me on everything. It's the like, future Miss Schisler. It's like, oh, you want to give them a rose? It's, uh, you know, a dozen roses is $12. And apparently a rose is better than something. I have no idea. It is kind of funny that you bring this up because a, a friend of mine and listener, Eric, uh, sent me something the other day about dating apps and the, the differences between reality and um, their profile pictures. And in this one picture he sent me was this woman who said she's looking for a man who's well put together and yet behind her is her closet that looks like she could hide a dead body in there. There's stuff just scattered yeah. everywhere, top to bottom, well, packed. But she's looking for a man who's put together. Well, oh an- another thing I love about this is the idea of you, like, what's the correct word? Like, self-reflecting mm-hmm. on selling yourself to the opposite sex. And they have to fit in these apps parameters to, like, that's what you got to do. Because typically in my my personal life, every girl I've ever been involved with, I've always ne- like met through mutual friends, mutual probably. friends yeah. or yeah. business stuff. And it was over the course of X Y Z timeline, they're like, "Oh, I like you." I'm like, "Well, yeah, cool." Five minutes. Uh, but the the app thing is so funny to me because some of the, like my mindset is all the pictures I have of me of me are doing stupid stuff. Sure. Nope. So nope. am I just a Shocking. stupid person? Shocking. Am, am I just a stupid person? You know. So it, it can beat you up, man. And I was yeah. like, and I was going through this. I was like, all these people that get on this, like the trauma you cause yourself. I am curious to see where this goes with you over the next several months and what unfolds. This ought to be some fairly interesting stories. Well, okay. Let me tell you what I did. I on my on my deal because you can do different prompts. Well, my first prompt was, of course, dill pickles over sweet pickles. Okay, all right. That's number one. That's number one. That's my biggest. So wait, hold on. If you don't, you prefer the dill pickles over the sweet, or the 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 woman you're looking for must also prefer. So you're saying there's a flaw if she likes sweet pickles over dill. Sweet pickles are a a cruel joke. It really, they really are. 
Interesting. The only reason they're a cruel joke is because I prefer dill. So every time I go to like a hamburger place or whatever. Dick prefers dill. And you grab mm-hmm. a pickle and you're like, oh, this is a dill pickle. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. And then you eat it and it's a sweet pickle. It ruins your entire day. So you mean to tell me an absolute 10, a dime responds to your, your profile and says, I, I would like to date you. I would but not. But I eat a jar and a half a day. No, not even that. If they even slices. have a jar of sweet pickles in their house. You mean to tell me you're going to say, nah. <laughs> no. Thanks. That, no will, thanks. that will happen. I'll come to their house and I'll be like, well, I want to make a sandwich after that five minutes. And hmm. I was like, hey, let me grab some pickles. So this is what you do on first date. You come over and make sandwiches. Yeah. And a lot of people go and, through and the and medicine I, cabinet. And I'm really hungry. And I'm to like, see, oh. To see if they've got any. Um, and it's a sweet pickle. And it's just, it's it's almost like I got a one-way ticket to hell and I can't come back. It's not that bad. No, a lot of people go through the medicine cabinet, you know, determine if they've yeah. got any well, like no. rashes or creams that they're, you know, covering up for. But no, you go to the refrigerator and check the pickle situation. No, and that's what I love about these apps. Like, what's your compatibility? Good luck out there, ladies. <laughs> yes. Like, what's your Good compatibility? Luck. Good grief. But, uh, but no, I just wanted to let you know, I was looking around, I found it really interesting, the, the, the self-harm I'm causing myself, but also at the same time, I'm very amused. Hey, look, the- man, don't limit yourself. There's some, probably some fine ladies out there that like sweet pickles, okay? Just don't limit yourself. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's one of those things where you don't want to give too much information about yourself. True. You are on the radio, though. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you're you're looking at strangers, okay. right? Yeah. And so some of these profiles are hilarious to me because some of them you can clearly tell like what's going on. Uh-huh. Like, like, oh, they're at work. <laughs> they're at work. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the other ones are like, oh, it's AI. They're always – well, that's what I always love is like the ones that say – and this is a typical woman thing. And audience one at – audience show at gmail.com. Let me and know now typical woman things with Dick. Go ahead. So, yeah. Uh, Let's lose the, our, half our audience right <laughs> no, now. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. This is – because guys have the same thing, but I don't oh, – you can tell me what the equivalent from a guy's statement is. Okay. I'm so scared w- now. Because well, women always say, like, oh, I I want to be a traveler. Or Women, women say this? Yeah. Well, just like – it's like okay. I travel. I want to travel. Oh, I want to travel. Okay. Or they mm-hmm. or they say I'm a stay-at-home kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like, guys don't really say that kind of stuff. No, guys use the words like adventure. I like adventures, baby. But do I – but see, I, I don't know. Thrill seeker. But what I'm saying on these apps, it's like, oh, I love staying at home, drinking wine, blah, blah, blah. And every picture is like in Cabo. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. live in Cabo? Like, that'd be kind of cool. But <laughs> Meanwhile, you are staying at home, drinking wine. Because <laughs> guys, guys would be lots of So if, if guys were honest on this stuff, it'd be, mm-hmm. we'd just be disgusting. Well, it'd be in a world of single people, let's be honest. Yeah, it'd just be like, I like cigars, and I like drinking more than 10 beers in a night. And it's just like. What you're going to end up with is another dude. You realize that? <laughs> As you go, hey, he does have the same well, that's, uh, hey, just, likes I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, so these, these dating apps, if you've got a dating app, if you've been on one and I want to have some fun, uh, send, it, send it to us, show at gmail.com. Attention, Dick, leave me out of yeah, this. No, yeah, Andrew's happily married. So, yeah, I, that I am. So the little show stop, cleanup. Sh- you don't shut up about her. Oh. The uh, a little bit of show cleanup and staying on this whole dating theme. Last week yeah. we brought up the Golden Bachelor. And oh I, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So it, it did air. I did not watch it. Like I said, I probably I won't. It. But I I did want to clean up a few things about it. I said that the ladies are probably aged anywhere from fifty eight to sixty eight. I was wrong. The yeah. the youngest one is sixty, and the oldest one is seventy five. And I believe there are a couple that are around that age. So they're not all younger than him. In fact, a few are. How old is older. he? Seventy two. I think that I don't. He's got I don't a know. weird voice. Yeah, he's 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 a bit strange, but I mean, the thing that really 
turns me off about this, Ryan has turned me off. It's it's kind of funny. Oh, well, what, is, would tur- well, after what, this, what would turn me on yeah, about what this? What would turn you on about it? <laughs> I guess that was a poor choice of words. Um, you know that's someone's mom or grandmother out there, man. And how how would you feel if that was Nana out there and she's making out with this dude and well, throwing I, shade at the other ladies? No, it's gotta be yeah, awkward. Well, remember man. what we were talking about? How, what I love is. The Bachelor show, the the program itself has been around for so long. It has. So the women and the men who who go out there and do that kind of stuff, they know what they're getting into now. Like the first couple seasons were very natural, like because no one was really trying to become an Instagram star. But now when you watch it today, it's like yeah, half got, of them only want to be on it just because they want to be yeah, on the Bachelor. They've got they've got motivation. They're not searching right. for love. But even then, I just but, wouldn't want to see Grandma out but, there. But well, anyway, oh, doing so what, stuff. I, what I wanted to finish with with that is you know. The conversations and the and the situations a sixty five year old competing mm-hmm. with other women their age, it's got to be drastically different from a twenty five year old competing with the women. Maybe I don't know. know. I haven't watched it. It's I, definitely going to have a different di- dynamic. I watched. No uh, I watched at the bowling alley with no sound, <laughs> and I I kid you not. I told the guy, "No, we're not changing it." <laughs> and you're going to go back and watch it with. Sound and he now? got no. Well, like this guy comes up, he's like, "Why are we watching this?" And I'm like, because I want to. And I think some football games. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good way to piss yeah. a lot of people off. Well, it that's was... Dating Talk with AOO. I look forward to it. All right, now it's time to play the serious talk music. Oh, man. I was having fun. <laughs> You're never having fun. But uh, oh man, I guess, I guess you... your weekend just sucked. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and make it through this entire episode without violently sneezing because I did yard work. And um, when I'm outdoors, I guess that um, length of time. Woo! So I'm gonna try to make it through this without sneezing. So, Dick, um, have you ever donated to like a a GoFundMe? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you have. Are you ever leery about like perhaps where the cash might go? No. Or if you're thinking, man, this guy is I he really up- gonna go use it to to fund you know his sick kid that's got you know fifty thousand dollars in, in hospital bills now? Well, I Are grew you ever up, worried about uh, that? I grew up in a family that always said, whenever you give your money away, don't worry about where it goes. Okay, all right. Well, that's if, definitely one way. So, if you gave away, let's say, that's why I don't give money to homeless thousand, people. Right, a thousand dollars, okay, and you thought it went to the fund this man's hospital bills, but it turned out that he just used it on weed and and, and beer. Are we talking about I love Conroe? You wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, this person needs gas money, guys. You, right, right. Lots of gas money. You wouldn't care. You wouldn't care because at that point. Well, I mean, like, if I mean, you would probably prefer not, that it does if, go to. So the conversion rate of me giving money is very low, unless like I know the person very well. Like, if you're okay. in the hospital, yeah, I give it to you. But if it's just like, like, uh, but, okay, say it's me though, someone I know, and I gave it. So you you, you know be, somebody that you'd be comfortable giving no, you a thousand dollars? No, 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 no. You you are going to assume that I'm going to spend it on what I say. Yeah. Only because you know me. Yeah. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. We'll need to talk after the show. I need some cash. But this story caught my eyes from MSN. Hey, I need to buy more roses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A man has admitted to lying about terminal cancer to raise money to enter a poker tournament. See, what a jerk! I like man. it. Those happen all the time, though. So he like started. Like, he started like a GoFundMe and said that he had terminal cancer <laughs> and then he needed money for it. Thirty grand, but instead he went and entered the World Series of Poker. This was last week, I think. Oh, at least the story was. Jerk, I man. want to say that, but it does it does raise an interesting question. You are awfully trusting of these people when you give them money on the GoFundMe that they're actually going to use the money well, for what it's about intended a, for. What was it? What was it during the election? The guy was like the GoFundMe for build the wall. 
Did you see that? Um, he no. Got like, he got like $30 million. Oh, my gosh. For something like that. Who is this? Just a random dude was like, yeah, we're going to help build a wall. That is amazing. And I think, I'm pretty sure he got in a lot of trouble because it's like, what can you legally do with $30 million? Well, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Is this guy going to get in, in trouble? It says here, quote, I did lie about having colon cancer. I don't have colon cancer. I use that to cover my, quote, situation. What I did was Quote wrong. situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in like other words, that's the cover's bet. Um, yeah, so this is crazy, though. I mean, I, I don't know if there's any legal ramification, but if I'm kind of glad that he came and said something, right? Like, a lot of people, you just don't ever know, and you just assume. At least this guy came out and said, yep, I lied. I mean, I guess there's something to be said about that. I mean, he must have done really well at the tournament. Well, yeah, I, I guess he's banking on himself, right? He is a gambler, after all, thinking, well, if I just get this 30K, I'm good enough, I'll at least be able to cover it. Um, no, so I'm anyways. saying he probably admitted it because he probably won some money and was like, I want to be seen on TV or something. Yeah, maybe. That could be it, too. GoFundMe has a zero tolerance for the misuse of their platform and takes swift action against those who exploit the generosity of our community. It says here that they have, um, all the donators have been fully refunded, but I don't know where that money comes from. If that's from the actual gambler himself or if GoFundMe has some sort of, like, insurance that pays it back, but just says... They have I mean, I know they get back. a good percentage of donations. Like, I think, like, every dollar you donate, they get, like, eight cents or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. Seems like a lot of administrative overhead there. So I, I, I could probably be totally wrong. It could be a cent. I just remember a lot of people didn't like it where, you know, because you, you, you pay the credit card processing fee, and then you pay that fee. Yeah, yeah. So it adds up. Because, like, we're a nonprofit. You can donate today. There you go. Tax write off. Loans, IRLoneStar.com. 501C, correct? Three. I believe three. That's the extent of my But you never seen other people, jip other people on the GoFundMe and stuff like that? Like, Kickstarter does it all the time. I mean, I'm sure, right? I mean, try to sell, like, a lightsaber. And then it's like, oh, sorry, we didn't deliver it. Yeah, this just seems like it's a little bit more. I don't know. Have you dirty because he's saying he has colon cancer? I don't know. Have you heard of a mischievous a game? You're not really a gamer. No, I am not. So there's this game. uh, It's called Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try to see how much money it's raised, and it's been has it been released? Mm -hmm. They started production in 2010. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. They're just scamming people. This oops, a lot of research and development, man. They started the Kickstarter. We had to do an iOS upgrade over the weekend. Slowed us down, guys. Well, they started the Kickstarter. It made two million dollars in the first year for two million, like for God. for the first time. And then they kept doing it. They kept doing a fundraiser for this game. I think the game is somewhat out, but it's not like it's like in beta. It's been in beta forever. It's, it's a good gig if you can do it. And I suppose all you have to do is just prove a little bit of progress that you're doing a little bit with the money. And you're all clear, right? Well, I mean, it's also a video game, so it's kind of like you can't really, you can't really release it because a lot of times I don't know if you ever played a video game that hasn't been tested. Like, mm, it can be no, a, I guess it, I haven't. It can be a real bad experience uh, <laughs> because it could just not work, and then it works for your buddy. Your buddy calls you, "This game's awesome!" I'm like, oh, I got it, and then it just crashes, crashes, crashes. You're like, yeah, it's beta. This game sucks. So you go on the internet and you say, this game sucks. And this show's got a beta. Speaking of money, by the way, last week we talked about, I believe it was last week. uh, If it wasn't last week, it was the previous week. People who refuse change, and you're kind of amazed at those people. Oh, you're talking about money change. Yeah, change. Not like like change in the world. Yeah, yeah, right. No, no, no. Not old fuddy-duddies. No, I'm talking about people who refuse cold, hard change 
because they just don't like it. And you said you were amazed by these guys. Well, this story caught my eye, and I don't know if you want to show the, this picture, but a, uh, a McDonald's customer in Ohio has complained to authorities after saying her Chicken McNugget contained not only meat, but also pennies. This is crazy. So if you show the picture to the people who I'm are trying to find it, are watching and I heard it, rather I than it. just listening, Sorry. it's pretty interesting. I so a, according to the Jefferson County Health Commissioner, Andrew Henry. All these ads, dude. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm terrible sorry. Terrible websites. Apparently, this family reported finding pennies in her daughter's chicken McNuggets. And so McDonald's is immediately throwing up their hands going, hey, look, man, we don't, you know, that actual location. Is, we, we, we purchased these McDonald's nuggets from, you know, some factory somewhere. We don't make them here. This has nothing to do with us. But I don't understand why these people are complaining. It's money. This is, so in your situation of people who get annoyed by change, it's probably fake. do these people have a legitimate gripe? Or are well, you no. saying, hey, keep the change, man? No, what I always wonder. What are they complaining about? It's money. It's just okay, the gift so that you're, keeps you're, on giving. You're having the wrong argument here. What, what I don't like about these kind of situations is it's so, like, how can you prove it? Like, how can you prove that you took a bite without, like, and mm -hmm. then the change was inside? Yeah, no, I know. It's kind of, and it does look like that thing is pretty whole. Yeah, I it mean, doesn't it look like there's a bite taken out of it. The penny is perfectly placed right in the middle. Looks like the kid could have squished That's it right what I'm in saying. there. It, mm -hmm. it, but I always have that when it's like, oh, it's a fingernail or it's yeah, a... Yeah, how, how do you prove or a hair or something? Yeah. But, but here's where I think these people's sort of logic f like falters. They're mad because it was a penny. At what point, though, do you stop a getting mad... million dollars? And you start going, you know, I'm not so mad about this. Like, if it's a nickel, probably still mad. A quarter, not too happy about it. Well, that's a 20 spots in there. You're going to be all of a sudden upset and contacting the manager. You're probably going to be okay with it. So really, she's not upset at the fact that there was money in her food. She's upset that it was a penny. Let's be honest. Oh, what's, <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't really, I mean, that kind of would weird me out if I found change in my chicken nugget. That's pretty gross. Then again, it's a chicken nugget. Yeah. So there's probably other stuff in there that I don't really know what's in there. Yeah, and not too much chicken. I bet. A lot uh -huh. of filler. A jack-in-the-box in Houston made news just last week because the video of a shooting was released. This is absolutely wild. So this I is... Did, I saw this. Yeah, this is crazy. So <laughs> this incident actually took place back in March of 2021. And, and the way she shoots the gun is the most nonchalant... Yeah, man, it looks like she's done it before. The story goes that a, a customer pulls up to the window and they have uh, an, a, a bit of an argument when the guy asks uh, where his curly fries are, to which the lady replies they don't have any. And, of course, that happens, right? In a normal situation, it doesn't get heated, and you say, oh, well, that's, that's terrible. Can I have just regular fries? Somehow this got heated, and they went back and forth for nine minutes. I don't understand what could be said for nine minutes. Uh, to the point where it got heated, she pulled out a gun. So I'm showing it. So right here. This, and this, shot. She's got the gun in her hand. At Look and at she, this. And she's just kind of like, yeah. And she fires it through the through the window at the car as they, they race off. I got to admit, man, curly fries are pretty good. And I would be disappointed, too, if I didn't have any. <laughs> what I, but what I, on, like is, what I like is the, her coworker Just standing there? It was like when she turned around or he did. I don't know if it was he or she. she he turns around, just like shakes his head like, <laughs> Gosh. just pulling out the gun again, God, Susie. Yeah, jeez. You know, it's funny, though, because... I say funny, but I, I guess when you work at a drive-thru like that, you are exposed to just about any and every kind of yeah. person. I bet you a lot of those people are packing with a gun underneath the counter. I mean, it would make sense. I think I'd probably have a piece on me if I'm 
serving fast food at 1 a.m. in the morning or something like that, but not over, <laughs> not over curly fries. I don't know. I mean, maybe they knew each other. Yeah, because I always feel I like I always so. feel like those stories. You know, five months later it comes out. Oh, that was the baby mama of X Y Z, and they dated their boyfriends or whatever. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So a few weeks ago, we talked about doctors that have a large social media presence. And I told you at the time, I this just weirds me out. I don't want my doctor to have any social media. In fact, I prefer they don't even have the internet. They're just reading all the time about the latest medical technologies, right? And you said, oh, no, bro. Totally cool. I don't care if they're on Dude Perfect and they're operating on my shin or whatever you're going to get operated on. And I just think it's a little weird. Well, well I, no, I mean, there's there's levels to it. Like, if he's on camera doing heroin, I'd be like, I don't know about this. Yeah, but he's got a lot of followers, bro. <laughs> so it's like, I'm about to go into surgery, and he's just shooting up. Yeah, there probably is a, a level to it. Well, Jewel, yes, Jewel the singer, hadn't heard her name in a while, apparently has decided to out this doctor, Dr. Kenny Smiles, okay. who is a dentist in Texas, I think North Texas somewhere, who apparently he will fix ladies' teeth for either reduced or free amount, um, but he has this massive social media following. Well, she decides to out him because he is a creep of the highest order and um, will oftentimes berate the women or make sexually explicit comments to them. And of course, this guy, uh, the name though, Kenny Smiles. That reminds me. I have to tell you an offensive story. Well, it's it's going to have to wait till after this. Okay. <laughs> Please remind me. I wanted to tell you that so okay, bad. I'll, 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 so I'm looking at this guy, Doctor Kenny Smiles. Yeah, man. It's it's pretty. So he he apparently has humil he makes humiliating and sexual comments to his female patients while they're passed out. No, they're, they're he's like giving them a consultation, and he, and if you've seen the videos, oh, clothing he, optional. He talks really. He just talks like a creep. Real, I don't know deadpans everything in this weird sort of monotone voice. It's really, really, really creepy. But anyways, I just thought this was interesting because apparently you wouldn't care about this kind of stuff. But I love his name, though. Kenny Smiles. You know, is that like the dentist equivalent to having uh, like a, a meteorologist named like Teddy Sprinkles? You know, S Sandra Showers. You can't take these people seriously. Dick, if you were a meteorologist, what would your nickname be? It'd be like, Dick Thunderstorm. Dick Hale. I don't know. Dick Pointer? <laughs> I don't know. What? Pointer? Yeah, what does that have to do with I'm anything? Pointing. Oh, God. Gotcha. God. That can go a lot of different <laughs> ways, know. man. That, well, that was the joke. <laughs> there was a quote in here I'm trying to find, but... Uh, Clothes I, I optional. <laughs> Clothing optional is what he said. That's one of the inappropriate messages he uh, sent from the account. Oh, here it is. It says, uh, one of the clips that she showed... Um, Dr. Smiles was commenting on his patient's breasts and remarking how her husband must only look at her from the neck down due to her ugly teeth. <laughs> what a jerk, man. This guy's a loser. But yeah, she's outed him, and I don't know if there's been any um, charges against him because what he's doing, I suppose, isn't necessarily illegal, although it does say that he is facing some regulatory fines as well, so he's not doing everything necessarily on the up and up. Well, all right. Disturbing story yeah. time. Oh no, I wanted to tell you this. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I didn't tell you this. Uh, I think it was on when, like last Wednesday or two, Thursday. I told. Did I tell you about the guy getting a Michelob at like 8 a.m.? Wasn't me, was it? No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, so I went in. I was doing my gas, you know, getting the coffee and everything in the morning. And so I'm in line with my cup of coffee, and there's a gentleman in front of me who is wearing a full-on, like, just golf, golf stuff. And he has a tall boy, Michelob tall boy. And there's a young lady in front of him. And the young lady gets to the counter, and she goes, hey, can I get $30 cash, please? And hands the card, and he's like, oh, we don't we do not do the ATM is what if you need cash. You need to get over mm-hmm. there. And this guy, nonchalant, without missing a beat, right in front of me, goes, well, ma'am, I can give you cash. And she's like, you saw her kind of like think about well, it. How like, does that work? What? And he's like, well, why don't you just go golfing with me? And I'm. Wow. That's a baller move yeah, right there, man. So did she go? No, she, without. Smart move, she lady. She goes, uh, no, thank you. And yeah, then she, exactly. And she went to the ATM, like right next. To, but what was great, it was like the ATM was right next to him. So you can imagine her like trying not My to options. show the butt or whatever. She's trying to like, don't, don't stare at me, creepy guy. And. Sitting there going like, "What? It is eight a.m. This guy's buying a beer. And he's going golfing. He's trying to pick up women." And then I started thinking about, I "Wonder what his profile was like." <laughs> no, I started thinking about like, "What are the odds of picking up a, a you know, a, the opposite sex right before you go golfing?" Like, I wonder how many times that's happened. Yeah, how- I wonder how many times he's tried it and been successful. Yeah, it's, just, it's just your numbers game, like, I I'm guess. I'm going golfing right now. You want to come with? But I don't even know what that means. I'll give you cash. See, at first... Wait a minute. Is this first, slang for something? Or At first, I thought he was trying to pr- proposition Yeah, her. that's what it sounds like to me. But then I thought it was like, oh, they know each other. Yeah, And right? then the way she reacted going to the ATM, it was like, oh, they did not know each other. <laughs> and... Uh, but yeah, I was. But it happened like out of the middle, like in front of everybody, and I was like, that, "That's probably the first time I've seen that in a while." Like, just yeah, smart move, lady. Smart Cause I, move. Because he also could have been just totally joking. Yeah, I just I'll give you thirty bucks if you go golfing. It does, out of context, sound extremely desperate. <laughs> well, yeah, but it got also got me thinking. I wonder how many guys picked up girls on the way to the golf course. Uh, it's got to be extremely low, extremely low. All right, man, last story before the break. Dick, are you a sushi eater? Do you like to eat sushi? Yeah, I mean, I made sushi this weekend. R- really? You got to be careful, man. Sushi can be dangerous if not prepared properly. I don't well, really yeah, eat there sushi. was a chef there, and he showed me how to do it. There was a chef there. Where the heck were you? I was at my sister's 50th birthday party. Oh, that and sounds And my brother like a hired fun. a sushi chef. To a sushi chef. A sushi chef. Are and they called chefs? I have no idea. Sushi, sushi, sushi prepared. He spoke very little English, but he, he, you could tell. What, he was, what language was he predominantly speaking? Japanese. Oh, okay, good. But he was check. Because if he's speaking like French, I'm like, nah, it doesn't work, man. Well, he was saying something along the lines of he, you know, back when he was my age, he could do you know 200 rolls in X Y Z time. Mm-hmm. But he's now in his 70s, and he's just like, I just can't do it. I go, well, do you want me to help you? And he's like, okay. Well, you may want to rethink this. This whole sushi thing after you hear this story, but a California woman loses all four of her limbs from a bacterial infection after eating undercooked tilapia. So you know what creeps me out? Oh my God. What creeps me out about those kind of stories is- How terrible. You you ever had one of those like consistent scratches? So like, for example, like on my hand, I always get like a paper cut on this finger. See, when you're dating, they're going to be looking in your, your medicine cabinet for that ointment. I'm telling and, you. But like every time I, I get a paper cut there, it, it's different. So like one time it went away in like two days. Mm-hmm. And then one time it started getting like really inflamed and red. And I was like, what did I do different? Don't put this on your app. And what do you mean? 
I got I got things perfect. that are inflamed. And Remember, red. you're a perfect ten. Oh, I am. A, I know I'm a perfect ten <laughs> all day and all night. But but you know what I'm talking about when you get those certain. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, sure. Oh, this could be really bad. Mm-hmm. This is actually not just like a pimple. This is like an infection. <laughs> this is it, baby. This is it. This is the end. Well, this is a, a um, bacterial infection called vibriosis or vibriosis, and it can be caused from eating an unfully cooked or raw fish. And this woman in September of, of last month yesterday. contracted it. I'm just going to keep going. And um, eventually they had to remove both of her arms and legs to stop the spread of the bacteria. That is absolutely horrible, man. So I like to eat fish, but I... And certainly going to make sure that stuff is cooked all the way through. All right, guys, coming up on the second half of the show, emotional support alligators. That and more on the audience of one show. Bye. All right, not bye. We'll be right back. <laughs> Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belshner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, onesies, we are back with our audience of one second half. Always reach out to us, audience of one show at gmail.com. Or you can look up Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. Find our show page and you can find all our contact information. I want to remind folks you can donate and sponsor at IRLoneStar.com slash AOL. And, uh, yeah, let's get back with the, the second half of the show. Um, I know I interrupted your flow at the very beginning talking about dating apps and everything. So, And I was really excited about talking about what you wanted to talk about at the beginning of the show. Yeah, so for whatever reason, I just skipped it. I don't know why. This this Because uh, I told you five minutes is all I need. Yeah, that's... And you forget. Threw me off, And you man. forget. <laughs> threw me off. Well, we may have to get you in contact with this woman. Have you heard of this term called hot bedding? I had not. I've heard of hotbed. I've heard of hot box. <laughs> I've heard of hotbed, though. I forgot where I've heard of that, though. It's something with the car. No. Well, this is a term given to people who rent out half of their bed to complete strangers. So, like, is it a comfort thing? <clears throat> yeah. It's got to be some weird thing that people who like to sleep in a bed with somebody else Ugh. in a non-sexual way. Um, I, I mean, you've heard of the people who do, like, professional cuddling. I've heard that. Yeah, that heard was that. Uh, yeah, which to me is really weird. But you pay for like a half hour to cuddle with somebody or hugs, you know. Well, this takes it even one step further. And this one woman says she's making up to six hundred dollars a month by renting out the unoccupied side of her mattress. Dick, I gotta ask you: Are you doing that? Are you going to rent out, or would you go and? sleep on the rented half of this bed of this woman no i think what creeps not me out about this chance, kind of stuff man because like there were uh you know what this reminds me of and it's <clears> not <throat> as personal yeah but it, you know how airbnb exists and all that kind of stuff sure i remember during this it was either this summer or last summer or it might have been during covid people were doing like airbnb pools yes 
Yep. And I thought that was really weird. Yeah, because COVID shut down a lot of the public pools. And if yeah. you said that, I'm sorry. I, um, and so, yeah, people were like, well, we want to go swimming. And the guy's like, bro, you can come to my house and swim. And so they ran out their their pool, their backyard for yeah. you know, the day or whatever. Which, but see, again, it's, I mean, I guess that, it's that's a, I, having it's a little str- odd. But having strangers come to your house. Yeah. Yeah, while you're there. And see, like, because I'm over here talking about meeting strangers on the internet for, you know, physical reasons. And, but this is where I, this is where the line's drawn. Worried knowing where I sleep. That would creep me out. Yeah, man. She says there has to be strict boundaries. Oh, really? Yeah. You th- I wonder you, you if think, you think she sleeps with a gun under her pillow? Yeah, no kidding. Or I mean, taser? When or? you're asleep like that and you're out, I mean, any number of things can happen. I mean, the obvious, the guy grabs a knife or a gun or whatever and kills you. But, like, what if you just had, like, some, some <laughs> like, taco casa the I night mean, before? You just, you just went straight for the murder. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the obvious, the dangers. But, I mean, what if he just had some taco casa from, from know. you know for lunch and he's in there hotboxing her at night? And it's making this horrible, you know, sleeping experience. You're really, oh. you're taking a, a risk I here, know. I think. I, but, well, it's, I always find it interesting that the world creates these unique fetishes for people. And somehow on the other end of that fetish, someone will reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Like, it always finds a way. And the fact that she, it'd be interesting to know how she fell into this kind of line of work. Well, it does go into a little bit about it if you're that interested. Well, I mean, it's more of you go online to like Angie's List or something, and it's like mm-hmm. I'm looking for uh, looking for someone to sleep on the other side of my bed, fifty bucks an hour. Yeah, it doesn't say how much she charges per sleep, but six hundred dollars a month. And it should be noted, she's from Australia. So many of these weird stories. Australia, what's mm. up, man? I don't know. I don't get that. Well, but, the, yeah, but like renting your pool, though, see, that would still freak me out. Cause, yeah, because like imagine if you're like just doing your laundry that day, mm-hmm. and you, you literally have a family, a strange family, in well, your backyard. I think I think this is attracting the creeper, right? He's like, come and look at use my pool, and he's creeping on. Come people. and use my pool. Yes. It is clean. Uh, speedo optional. Yes, and he's uh. just standing there on the back porch with a speedo on and just kind of rubbing oil down on himself on a on an area that's already well oiled. Yeah, no, I think this is, there's some creepers that are renting out their pools. Uh. Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, uh. yeah. So I don't know if you heard about. I'm sure you did. It was all you, over. You want a bubble? <laughs> I want bubbles. The hot tub. <laughs> this guy just got really, I, really weird. I really like this guy already. <laughs> yeah. Let's go rent his pool. Sounds, sounds like a blast. So I'm sure you saw the story of Britney Spears. She was all over the place yet again. You know, I, I know that people... <laughs> what, what is that? Leave Britney alone? Yeah, we, we do need to leave Britney alone. Oh, yeah, that was a story. Oh, that's that was so viral. good. You know, it was interesting because, you know, she had that conservatorship with her parents and everybody thought her parents were robbing her of money and whatnot, etc. I'm sure there was some level of that going on. But it does make you wonder if it was possibly needed or for a reason i mean obviously someone a judge in the court of law decided for some number of years that she did need to have some sort of uh what what was it called a contributorship or not contributorship um anyways it doesn't matter she's been free now for a while and is popping up in the news frequently for doing some odd behaviors well this one right along those same lines she was videoing herself i guess on insta or some other social where she was basically juggling knives Dancing with knives. I haven't seen the video. Oh. Are, are you? Have you, know, you seen this it. video? I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Let's see if it works. Oh my gosh. Right, okay, is. so she's dancing. Oh my goodness. Now, she did go on later to say there. that the knives were prop knives that her crew had purchased for her. However, you can hear clanging 
so I've read, in the video of this, these knives hitting together, which is some people saying an indication that these are not fake knives, these are real knives. I don't know, either way, they do look fairly real, but you can have even prop knives made out of some kind of alloy, right, that will make a clinking sound of some sort when they're hit together. But she's dancing pretty violently with those knives and spinning around, and it looks pretty crazy. I don't really care too much about Britney Spears. I really don't care too much about this story, but what I am concerned about here or interested in is the fact that you can post something online like this. Somebody can see it and call the cops on you because that's exactly what happened. The cops came out to do a welfare check on her after this video was posted. And I didn't know you could do that. Like, so for instance, if you're doing your... Are you serious? Well, think about it. If you're doing like your late night with Dick streaming, like no. you were talking about, and you're opening up packages from Amazon that you got in the mail and trying certain things on, and somebody goes, oh my gosh, that, that Xanax, Dick, don't take that Xanax, what are you doing? And they feel concerned about you. They can call yeah. the cops and they can show up no, at your house. No, one craziest scenarios... I didn't I, know that. One of the craziest scenarios I've ever been in is we... Uh, I went to school in Abilene, so it was a six-hour drive, roughly around six hours, depending on traffic. And there's a lot of long stretch of highway going to and fro. Uh, and one time we're driving, and we get pulled over. And I'll never forget, my buddy Cody's like, asked the officer, like, why did we get pulled over? And he said, well, we had someone call in saying there was a gray sedan driving erratically. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. And, well, no, and he goes, like, Where? Because we, we literally just got out of lunch. Like, mm -hmm. we were, like, just pulled out a Whataburger. And within the first, you know, five minutes of leaving Whataburger, we get pulled over. Probably because you pulled out erratically because that guy was pulling a gun out and shooting you through the drive-thru. But I was like, and, I, and the officer even couldn't even answer. Like, it didn't have a license plate. Didn't have anything. It just said, Grace Dan. Well, I mean, so I think in theory. They're just pulling over they're Grace pulling over Grace Dan. Yeah, I, I think if they can prove that they do have some sort of uh, probable cause, like someone saying, hey, this person's yeah, driving, but they I can do that. I could literally call. But that's not what I'm I referring could, to. I, well, no, I could literally call right now and call like HPD. Mm -hmm. And be like, I'm on 45 right now on Ritchie Road. Yeah. And there's this purple car. He's going crazy. Hang up. Yeah. And then they pull over the first purple car they see. Yeah, I, but that's not necessarily what I mean. I'm talking about the fact that someone has posted a video. Oh, no, I get it. You know, it, it's something that, one, could be completely fake, could have been from three weeks ago, who yeah. knows, right, or a month ago, whatever, and people, or people, the cops will show well, up. They should have, they How do they know where they she- should have called the SWAT team. How do they even know where she was? I mean, she, I'm sure she's got multiple houses, right? How do they know where she lives? Brittany's house, I guess they just know, cops know, huh? I don't know, it just seems really odd. So, like I said, I'm not calling don't, the don't, cops on you for yeah, posting your late night Even videos. if I tell you I got kidnapped- and I have, like, blood on the no, window no, saying, case, help me. Um, um, don't call the cops, okay? I don't want help. That's not your safe word? No. Well, what's even funny about this video, that if you look at the post, it says the knives aren't real. So I don't know if that was yeah. before she got in trouble or after she got in trouble, but it says it's for Halloween. Right. That, I think once the cops showed up, she was like, no, these are prop no, knives. No, it says, like, in the post. It said, hey, don't worry, these are fake. Oh, did it in the post? In it the said post that too? It. Yeah. From, from Britney herself. Well, and yeah, she may have edited it afterwards. Well, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. No, but that was just it. I just, I, to me, I did not know that you could have a welfare check called on you due to a social media post like that. But I guess it makes sense these days. You never know. Well, as promised, the emotional support alligator, this story was everywhere. So I'm certainly sure that you saw it as well. But a man in Philadelphia attempted to bring in an alligator to a Phillies baseball game last week and claimed it was his emotional support alligator. 
come on, man. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? If you saw that, are you just going to be like, oh, yeah, no, let him in. That's no problem. No, no worries. I'm not. This is ridiculous. This guy was obviously, I bet you, if we go back, we're going to find a social media person. Maybe it was Dr. Kenny Smiles. Well, no, I think, I don't know. And he's the, trying to get clicks and attention, Well, right? whatever, Come the, on. whatever the Phillies protocol is, like, can you bring pets in? Well, on certain days, I know, like, uh, they'll have, like, bring your dog to the ballpark yeah. kind of thing. I think that this was not one of those occasions. This I wonder was how just, many dookies are put on the... Uh, oh, can you imagine uh, having to clean up the stadium after bring your dog to the park day? Oh, my God. Yeah, I feel sorry for my neighbor yesterday. I, my dog ran out, got out, and I sprinted after her, and then she cut through the forest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I bet she's in someone's yard just taking a big one. <laughs> And then finally she just comes out of the woods like, hey, there you are. It doesn't matter if your dog has dookied like just minutes before. If it gets out and it's in a new area, oh, it's on again. It's it comes on again. out automatically. It's like they've always got I, some just stored up waiting for the moment they yeah. get out. Yeah. Well, and what I love is I right when she finished, immediately came back to me. And yeah. I was like, you made me run. She literally got it out of her system. Yeah. She, like, you made me run almost a mile because I was sprinting after her because she's, she's a killer. Yeah. And she gets a little, there's a lot of small dogs. Everyone has these tiny dogs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my dog's going to eat your dog. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, she hates tiny dogs. <laughs> Big dogs and medium-sized dogs doesn't bother her. But when she sees a little dog, it's a snack. Is it is it just me, though? Or do you see more service dogs lately oh, 100%. than you have you know, my 10, best, 20 years ago? My best friend Seems had, like they're all over the place. My best friend had a service vest. Yeah. And that's how he, because he, he was. Like he wore it or the animal? No, the wore animal, it? his okay. dog. Yeah. He would, that's how he got his dog on the airplane. Okay, so I think you might be uh, headed where I'm going. Uh, I'm not sure. And I, he definitely wasn't a service dog. Okay, there you go. So I'm, I'm noticing this as well. And it certainly could be the fact that uh, service animals are prescribed more often than they used to. Uh, maybe there's more of a greater need, but it does seem like. I don't know, one out of every 10 trips to the grocery store or the mall, somebody's got an animal there with a vest on. It's a service dog. Um, but did you know that it is actually illegal to fake a service dog? I don't doubt it. You can't just say, yep, service dog, here it is. Yeah. And there's also, this is according to theservicedog.com, where it's, uh, um, I asked, or I, I questioned, what type of animals could be used for service there are only two kinds of animals that can be used for service animals. Would you like to take a guess? Dog. Yeah. Ding. Cat. No cats. Parrot. It, almost so close. Miniature horse. Okay. How yeah. baller would that be to walk into HEB oh with a miniature horse as a service animal? But yeah, so a lot of people, though, oh I guess God. are faking this, so I guess they can take their pets in. But it is not an easy um, task for a dog or miniature horse in this case to become a service animal. It says um, from veterinarians.org, there are an estimated 500,000 service dogs working in the U.S., but 70% of the service dogs in training don't graduate due to behavioral issues, like getting free and making a dookie in the neighbor's yard. Probably frowned upon. Seeing a small dog, yeah. And the training to uh, uh, train a service dog can vary, but it's around 7,000 up to 20,000. But for some of your more highly specialized service dogs for uh, like blind, uh, 
yeah. the blind folks, like, you know, go, friend, go get me a beer out of the fridge kind of thing. Carly's getting her dog Runs up this to $30,000. Oh, that's right. You have a, a blind friend and she's getting a service dog? Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, I don't know where those those uh, that money comes from, if you have to pay it or if maybe it's a an insurance thing. But, yeah, not easy for the dog to do and not cheap. And what's crazy for me, that concept of a blind dog, is this dog will die. So it's like, imagine... Yeah, and you get very imagine, attached to it. Well, that, that attachment, whatever, you're a wimp if you get attached <laughs> to dogs. Uh, <laughs> that made no sense. I'm kidding. I love my dog. Uh, but I'm thinking to myself, all right, so you're changing your entire habit of how you live your life mm-hmm. because now you have a service dog. And this is a shout-out to Carly because I always thought about this when she started talking about her do- or she's getting a service dog. She had to do all this training. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to change her life. That's what she's telling me. It's yeah, going to change I, her I, life. I bet it could. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that dog's going to die. Well, at so some what, point. So, your so life- are we. What's your point, well, man? No, no. So her life's going to be great for 10 years. Well, and then it's like, oh, Brownie's dead. And then it's like, do you get another one? Do you have to like relearn that dog? Like, yeah, it, I'm sure it's tough. I, I bet mean, you there's an adjustment period in there because all the freedom it gives her, yeah, is going to give her. Then one day it's going to be taken away. And it's like it says it takes about six months to a year, which is about 120 plus hours to properly train a service or assistance dog. It makes uh, me wonder, like, if you've got these service dogs and they're in the store and they pass another dog, do you think they can tell if that one's faking it? They look over like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Well, no, you, you, that's not going to fly. You can tell when the dog doesn't even move. That means it's a good service yeah, dog. Yeah, you've got one has got a vest. It's all scratching and yeah. licking at itself. Yeah, like those are the good service dogs. They don't let Hiking anything on happen. stuff, yeah. They are remarkably calm, I, yeah. will, I will say well, that. Well, no, I told you my uncle is a canine officer. Mm-hmm. So he always had the service. I mean, that's a different type of service dog. Sure. But uh, those dogs are very disciplined to the point where it's a little creepy. Have you ever... Like, gone down and start to pet one and then immediately notice it's a service dog and says, do not pet you quickly. Like, pretend like you're, you know. No, I don't. <laughs> brushing I, your hair or something. I'm not going to lie. I don't go up to random animals. Uh, well, I try not Unless to, but like sometimes a, they're so cute, Dick. You just can't. But if I go to your house and you have a dog, I'm like, can I pet your dog? Yeah, it's a little different, I suppose. But what if I threw a vest but on? I, if I'm, I'm over here at HEB just petting parrots. <laughs> Miniature like, horses. What's your name? Oh man, what what speedo not required? <laughs> what would you use if you had if there were no rules on as what was required for for um, service animals? What what kind of animal would you use? Like a squirrel or something? I would choose like a bearded one, dragon. I would choose whatever one is the most inconvenient for everyone around me. <laughs> service elephant or something <laughs> something loud and you just and demand disturbing. yeah you demand accommodations for for your animal yeah oh my god that sounds like something you would do but no only. Doggies and miniature horses. Oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, what I was saying about one of my good friends who did the vest for his dog, he's like, the only reason I do is because they make it so complicated to board a dog. Yeah, well, make sure you don't release his name because it is against the law. Really? Yeah. From people.com, Stephen King. Are you a Stephen King fan? I, I To be honest, no. Like, I like the movies that they made mm-hmm. stories over, but like the... The writing, I'm never really a big fan of. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever really sat down and read a Stephen King book. I don't read a lot, to be honest with you, anyways, especially not like uh, fiction novels like that. But um, yeah, I know he's extremely popular. I've seen some of his movies and whatnot. Well, this story was kind of funny because the author revealed uh, in, in a recent Rolling Stone interview that back in 1999, his wife threatened to divorce him because he was playing 
Lou Vega's Mambo Number no. 5 over and over and over again while he was writing. So apparently, Stephen King likes to have music in the background, as you can imagine, um, writers would, but he likes to have this sort of Caribbean dance music, and that was the song of the time, and wouldn't you know, he played it over and over and over again, but I, I can't help but thinking, do, do you kind of have a different perception of Stephen King now, knowing that he writes these horror movies with these horrible, you no, know, he like... it's like right in line with the craziness. It's like some of them are psychopaths in his yeah, stories. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe so. Mambo number yeah, five. Yeah, so I'm thinking like as he's, as he's creating these characters like It or whatever, he's actually thinking about Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and, and Rita. Change your perception at all a little bit? <laughs> I mean, I don't, that guy's so weird. He is he weird. He was like, wasn't he involved in a car accident and then nearly died and came back to life, which is so much like a character he would write about? Or am I, I, ma- am I making this up? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But that uh, I do like the idea of Mambo Number 5 being in The Shining. <laughs> it does sound like something he would write I do like about, that. man. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got uh, two quick hits here at the end. Um, I think this is something that you and probably your high school buddies would have done, but a shark was found on a riverbank in landlocked Idaho. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, of course, it causes massive alarm. And I don't know if you want to show this picture or not, but there was this shark just laying on the riverbanks in Idaho. This says last week, but I think this was from August, to be honest with you. And, of course, it freaked everybody out because, well... That's a freshwater lake and a saltwater shark that is laying there. And it looks like it's pretty vicious. They don't live in freshwater. They only live in saltwater. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Of course, it turned out to be a prank. And I think it's actually, these are the type of pranks I do like. I'm not a big prankster, but I have to admit, because this is kind of harmless, right? I mean, it doesn't hurt anybody. You catch a shark or whatever, and you're like, what are we going to do with this thing? Let's just drive it 500 miles inland and set it down and just watch from afar. And just watch the chaos. Because you know somebody's probably fly fishing and looked over and goes, is that a shark? <laughs> what, can you imagine just the terror? Well, I mean, I just, see, I just saw the Meg too. So d- d- shark uh, fever's hitting everybody. Well, true. And that's a, that's a documentary, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the true story of the Meg. Yeah, and the trench. It's called the trench. What? The trench? It says Meg to the trench. I think it's called the trench. Meg to the trench. Oh, oh that's okay. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's like the subtitle you mean, or the subheading, whatever it's called. So well, review, full review. Was it as good as the Good Boy <laughs> movie we talked about a few weeks ago? Yeah, with the, uh, <laughs> the roommate who dresses up like a dog yeah. and demands no, to was, watch. It was terrible. Intimate it was, moments. It was great and terrible. You know, there were moments though. I I had to remind myself that I saw the first one. You had to remind yourself yeah, that you saw the first like, one. I was like, okay. I I don't even that, think I understand. That person's in the first one, right? Or who's in the first one? I don't... I saw the first one, right? Oh, yeah, I did. I know I did. And, and then, yeah, there's... It's kind of funny how they're making movies these days where I don't know if it's part of the writer's strike or part of, like, the actor's mm-hmm. BS. Is It's almost like they're fitting so much stuff in their contracts where it's like, you can only... I can only be there for five days, so you just got to make it work. Because every scene a lot of these people are in, it's like they're just like in a corner of a room, and it's like they're clearly not in the same room. Sadly, and, though. And these are like high-end movies. Like they're spending well, millions of dollars. Well, yeah. So I can understand if it was a small budget, whatever. Yeah. But this is like a big budget movie compa- compared to like independent filmmakers. And I'm like, this, I feel like Jason Statham was like, I'm only going to be here for a week. 
So uh, figure it out. Let's, so let's get this done rather quickly. Let's figure it out. Sadly, though, wasn't that movie filmed long before the strike? So oh, I have no. I know. I mean, I'm saying maybe that's where the strike is now. They're arguing. I don't know. I mean, I just meant. I'm starting to notice the trends in movies coming out where mm-hmm. they have these big name actors, and it's like because there used to be in the B movies and the C movies, where like the Bruce Willis movies mm-hmm. post like 2010, he would be in movies where he literally would show up, deliver his line, and the rest of the dialogue for it would be behind him. So clearly, it's not him. It's like a stand-in. But oh, you're saying. The, the shot would be uh, yeah, from him from, behind. From behind. So it would be a bald dude. I know. I guess I didn't realize that. And like a lot of movies with big actors oh, like that. Do you think we could do that for me? And this show? who do you want to hire? <laughs> no, just put the camera behind me. <laughs> but no, it's happening in bigger movies now. And I was like, this is weird. Like, it's like the, you're just taking as many jobs as you can. I guess that's a cool thing, I guess. Yeah, like, Gerard, Gerard Butler's doing that. He's like in every movie. Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah. I know who he is. Yeah. And he's, but he's all in B movies now. He's like in a couple. Of I nets. guess it's it's like scatter shooting. You do enough of them. Yeah. You get paid small amounts, but you do enough of them. If you don't really care about your quote legacy, yeah. right? And he had Jaws four with Michael Caine or Jaws three, I think Michael Caine. It's got to be four. There was three, right? I think I was trying to keep on the the shark yeah. the shark deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I, I love that though. That, but like I said, harmless joke. It just seems like something Dick would have done or like yeah. taken. Yeah, gone something like caught a shark yeah. down there at Galveston and brought it up to the banks of like I don't know Lake Conroe, <laughs> and just set it there and go up to the pier and grab a beer and just watch everybody freak out. Did you see that shark over there? <laughs> I don't know if I do a shark. I would probably do like what I would creep people out is you get like you know a hundred pounds of jellyfish and just dump it. And so all these mm. dead jellyfish That's, are like yeah. all over the shore. Yeah, but see, the problem is though, dead jellyfish can still sting. Okay, so, don't touch them. Well, but people might. There could be some you little touch kid the playing shark in the sand. mouth and cut yourself. Oh no, man. that shark ain't hurting you. Or what thing. you what you could do is you, like you, 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 you could put some motor in it, and so when people get near it, it's like <laughs> it wiggles. <laughs> Animatronic? No, just like a weight thing, like a shake oh, weight. Oh, gotcha. You get like a shake weight in there. Just <laughs> yeah, now you're thinking. Now the wheels are turning. Yeah, now I want to do it. Yeah, now the wheels are turning. So That's a good joke. That's a good joke. I, I one time. Uh, I, I did a kind of like an inadvertently a practical joke because we had one of those doors at one of our offices I was working at, and it was hydraulic, but you could actually like reverse it, mm-hmm. so it would shut really fast. And me not thinking about it because I was trying to I was trying to loosen it because it like when you push it it would just be so hard it's like you're like working out a football field with those things. Sure. So I loosened it too much and I did something else so it went like. But it, what was great about it is I got it to where it would stop about a foot from the door and then slowly do it. Oh, look at you. So Slow when, close. So when you open the door to leave, it would close really fast, <laughs> acting like it was going to hit you, and then it would it would stop. And uh, I had a really good time with that one day. I was like, that is probably one of the best things I've done. I thought you were going to say you were trying to adjust that thing and it snapped back and hit you in the face. Well, no, well it almost did. That's would've, what I'm saying. Would have been a better story. It almost did, but it stopped halfway. And, and that it, gave you the ingenious idea. I was like, I want to uh, keep this. I want to keep this. Uh, forget that shark. Because that person, like the second person behind you almost thinks they're about to get nailed. Because mm-hmm. the first person swings open the door and right when the action comes in, it closes real fast. Like, Whoa! And it's like, oh, that almost got me. All right, to finish up this week, last week we talked about, uh, I think I mentioned why certain um, refrigeration trucks have the word fish, staying on this aquatic theme, on the side of them. And you claimed, I never heard of it. 
And I'm like, that's so crazy. I like my dumb voice that you give well, me. Well, it's it's. Well, I've never heard of it. Do it. I sound just like you, though, don't I? Don't I, I, I practice it. it. I'm n- I never, <laughs> I never heard of it. All right. Well, apparently, it is required by law for trucks carrying fish in interstate commerce. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, unless more complex markings are used as a shipping import export control, it they must mark. And I guess it's because fish contain. I'm not. I guess it does say this. Fish contains the highest levels of iodine than any other food in a normal diet, and many people are highly allergic to iodine. And if they come in contact with it, could possibly go into anaphylactic shock. So I guess they must warn folks that they are carrying a potentially hazardous substance known as fish so there you go there's the answer i knew i wasn't crazy and i've never seen fish on bounds i truck for but again we also oh, good. <laughs> we also have noticed that you uh, are are not necessarily too um keen on picking up details not necessarily a detail person i don't think so big well, picture you're, you're an idea guy the idea guy uh, the detail stuff just depends like because okay say Say some guy's going through anaphylactic shock. Yep. What is my first inclination going to be? Where did it come from? Oh, it came from that truck that says fish on it. <laughs> like, I don't... What are you talking about here? Yeah, it is a bit strange. That's just the reason why. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just saying that's the reason why they put did fish on the side of the truck. you not see what was on the side of the truck? I didn't see nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, not even that. What, what really is the original purpose? Like, does somebody sue them and be like, hey... On these 18-wheelers, you really need to put fish so there's fish on it. Yeah, I'm sure this has something to do with somebody somewhere. Because the, in, the interstate stuff I can see being like a bootlegger thing. Yeah. Because they would hide stuff in fish, and so they made everyone put fish. So they like the cops wanted to stop them because they'd be like, hey, fish is a great way to hide stuff. Because they're stinky. And that's the only thing I I mean, I do know that uh, truckers who haul, like, highly explosive materials and chemicals cannot go through the middle of cities, like uh, a major metropolitan. They have to go the business route? Yeah, well, they have to know the non-business route. They got to go around the city because potentially it could be deadly, so they don't want it around lots of people. And so that's why you'll see, like, explosive materials or something on the side of a truck. But I'm sure you've noticed that, or you, a big truck, don't notice that bigger (laughs) either. (laughs) Sorry, I gotta stop doing that. I so like stupid. it. I no, like my so dumb stupid. voice. That is all we've got for this it. week, everybody. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for the likes and follows on all of the social media. We really appreciate it. If you I, like Andrew what you really hear, likes doing that, guys. I'm just trying to promote the show. Everybody, like, subscribe, follow. I'm just here to make Andrew feel smarter. Thank you, and he does an excellent, excellent. job at it. Yeah. I don't know what he gets home. To, he gets home to his beautiful wife, and he's like, "You're so lucky. You marry a smart guy." There, that's that's why that's why I like you, Dick. Make me feel better about myself. Next week, onesies. So lucky. Bye.